with a sound as dreamy as the stars she's named after. Today's artist blends R&B and a future bass style that incorporates electronic and neo-soul elements. On top of singing, she delves into the world of production and even mixes her own beats. She's created the perfectly chilled out vibe with the release of her very first self-titled EP, a solid debut that she followed up with the release of her very first music video. You're watching The Vocalist Magazine presents Araloon. Music helped me find myself because before the performing on stage, I was like really shy and enclosed in like my little bubble and I couldn't like get out. So like me getting on stage, putting myself out of my comfort zone actually helped me. So now I feel a little more comfortable with myself and I really, it, it feels so much better. My dad is, um, he played music when he was younger. So um, I got it mainly from him. Like when I was younger, he would show me like a whole bunch of artists and stuff like that. And he, was, he told me, I think he played the trombone. And um, he started like setting up a studio when we were growing up. So I started to realize that I really like music. I started singing in my room as a secret. Like when everybody would leave the house, then I would close my door just in case somebody's home <laughs> and sing in my room. And um, I would try and like, like I'd listen to Alicia Keys. So I would try and like get like pitch perfect. So I would work like all the time and then I'd record myself and be like, okay, hey, I'm gonna put it on YouTube. So I record myself and then I would play it back. And I'd be like, ew, I sound so gross. So then I, I just never did and I just kept working at it every year, year after year after year after year. And I guess it paid off. You're, you're practicing in secret in your bedroom with the hairbrush. <laughs> and what was the pivotal moment when you decided that this is something you wanted to pursue seriously? Oh my God. Well, everything I did as a child was for now. I was, I would say an odd child because I would sit in my room and plan like, okay, so I need to work out because when I get older, I want to have the shape. At first, when it was a little bit tough with my family because I had dropped out of school. Mm -hmm. So that was like a big like blow to the family. Like everyone's like, why would you do that? And they were like on me about it. But like, I was so determined, I still am, so determined for my passion, my dream. Um, my friends have always supported me always, especially Sarah. I like to think that I 
almost know everything about her and vice versa. I mean, we're very open with each other. And uh, yeah, I think she's awesome as a person too. Just the way she expresses herself through her music, that's how she shows how she's feeling, you know? So most of the time she doesn't really have to speak much because I can tell how she's feeling, just the way she acts and through her music too. Like even during her performances, when she's on stage, I can tell when she's nervous. I can tell when she's like really into it just because we talk so much and I, yeah. You said I see you You did have a part in choosing her name, Araloon. Mm -hmm. So tell me how that came about. Yeah, we were talking on over uh, FaceTime one night, and uh, she, she wasn't liking her name. And we're like, okay, we needed to have some meaning behind it. What are you passionate about? First thing, of course, was the solar system, stars, moon, right? She's obsessed with the moon. So we're like, okay, it has to be something with the moon. So at the end, we had this giant list of a bunch of star names but she knew that she wanted the moon to be a part of it. And like she said, like she went on Sims that night and then she put it together and she called me up right away and she's like, Sarah, Araloon. And I'm like, Araloon, it has to be Araloon. When I dropped out, um, I was being talked about, the whole family. My family's big, so everybody knew, <laughs> everybody knew that I dropped out of school. But really what I think changed their mind and like, they were able to, you know, start supporting and like, hey, you know, I'm gonna help. It was when they saw that every day I was in the studio working and I started having shows coming and opportunities were coming and I was getting up every day, going to the gym, coming home, working on a song for maybe 10 hours a day. Like, I wouldn't stop. It was nonstop. And when they started seeing that, okay, she's serious. Okay, you know what? My dad's like, hey, you know, this is the year. We're going to start this year. Time I give it a try, they just turn out like the rest of them. So, what do you want from me? Am I gonna be a night queen? Bye. I'm not like the rest of them, I can give it a lesson. Stay with me tonight. So we can make it right So stay with me tonight So we can make it right oh. Stay with me tonight So we can make it right 
I definitely want to talk about the EP that you just released recently. Describe it to me. Um, well, that EP took a long time to get to um, because that's when I was starting to figure out who I am. So that EP, um, I wanted to create versatility, but still keep it in the same, like, still make them all sound like it's from one project because it's only four songs, so each song is different in its own way. I wanted to make sure everything was perfect, as, as perfect as it can be, because it was my first project. Before that one, I had made two projects before. Like, I made an EP called Black. That's when I was El Binks. And then another one that just didn't stay. I didn't have a name. And then the Araloon one. I was like, I'll just name it Araloon EP as an introduction to me, so this is what you're gonna basically hear, like versatility between these four tracks and beyond. As the seasons fall, wind blows through my So I wanted to make a groove song, which was make it right make a spacey, moonlight song. Um, I wanted to break boundaries. I didn't want to just like keep it like verse, hook, verse. So I made like verse, hook, bridge after the hook, which is a bit different, and made the sounds very spacey and loopy. There was a few sounds I was obsessed with that had to go in there. And even when creating it, like I made some with Eli, I'd be like, do you have a sound that sounds like clouds in the sky? Like you don't hear clouds in the sky, but like it's a very floating, mushy sound. But he understood me, thank God. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's it. I got into producing because at the time, I couldn't find anybody who was open enough to try new things. They were, they were open to try new things, but they weren't really trying new things. They were basically like copying people and not like interpreting it enough into their own way. And it just didn't, it was too regular for me. And every time I would try, it just wouldn't come out how I wanted to. I'm like, okay, so I'm just gonna do this myself. So I started doing it. And then I realized, I'm like, you know what, I think I'm actually good at this. And I actually started to really like it. So I think that whole scenario was meant to happen because I actually enjoy producing. It can be a headache sometimes with the sounds though, because when I hear something wrong, it drives me crazy, crazy. So, um, but it's very rewarding at the end. And now definitely want to touch on your new music video, which was just released like a week ago, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. So it was for Imaginary Love. Mm -hmm. What was the process like? And describe the video, uh, you know, to those who haven't seen it. Okay. So when I made Imaginary Love, that one I wrote at like three, four o'clock in the morning, instantly. Instantly it was done. I recorded it the next day. I mixed it, send it off to Eli to master. Um, when I wrote that song, I always, envisioned a video. So at the video shoot, it was just the greatest feeling, like finally, like a video. But that song is about, basically, it's an imaginary love. So you had something with someone that you thought was real and you thought that there was like a connection there, but really like he switched up on you Oh no, there was never a connection. And you're just like, what? So I'm like, okay. So did I imagine a love there or was there actually one? So I was very confused. And basically that's how the song was written. And, but I didn't know that when I wrote it. I just wrote it. And then at the end I was like, oh my God, that was about that situation. Like that happens to me all the time, I'll write and not realize that I'm writing about something that's happening to me. So it's autobiographical, this one. Right, yeah. Never 
see yourself um, five or ten years down the line? I see myself working with fantastic musicians and making fantastic music. That's really, and, and maybe owning my own record label as well. I love helping artists. I love seeing them grow and develop. And like, I don't want to change their style. I just want to modify it, you know, so that it's like them but like it works 
in the industry. So I want to help artists like grow their career. If I can create like a management thing like down, that's far, far down the line. But ultimately, I just want to make great music with great people. What mark do you want to leave on the music industry? Creating a world that you can come and escape in and just have such a good time that when you leave there, you just feel so good about yourself and you just want to like, you just want to be yourself. Like, why be anybody else, you know? But sometimes it's hard to find yourself in that way. But I really want to I don't want to become a legend, but that's like, it's a lot of pressure on that word, so I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> I want, yeah, to become a legend. I want to work with great musicians. It's about the music, it really is. I think I'm on the road to getting there, but I've made a lot of progress, a lot of progress over time, and I'm almost there. There's a few more steps that I have to take spiritually. I'm almost there, but I will get there. So we can make you